the Cinebeards. Hi, I'm the Cinebeards. I didn't even know we were recording. Hey, Dion's yeah, the Cinebeards. Dion is the Cinebeards, and so are all of you. Aren't we <gasps> all the Cinebeards? Wow. We're all, all the giant catamari the opinions, of the Cinebeards. The opinions were inside us all along. Oh. Best Valentine's That's, Day ever. That is such oh. a touching statement, Dion. Thanks, Speaking Brian of Singer. touching... <laughs> <laughs> Off to a great Ooh, start. Okay. This Rather is like Valentine's Day, yeah. 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 Hey guys, Valentine's Day is a commercial scam. It's about getting money from people. So live? Yes, Why it is. Why your voice there, Dion? That's oh, really weird. You're channeling your inner 4chan. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. I don't no, know it, he's channeling his, four, his uh, like inner incel. The, those two are the same word. Yeah, yeah I know, but I just I want heard to... you make the same noise twice. <laughs> it's just like that time when they banned sex offenders from furry conventions. Yeah, so nobody showed up. <laughs> what? <laughs> they banned sex offenders from furry conventions, I think it was in Germany? Uh, somewhere, Germany. Somewhere in Europe. And I just saw a headline, furry convention bans furries. <laughs> Onion. <laughs> no, it's real. It's real. It was on like a German news site, and they didn't even know how to make jokes. Wow. They were just being factual. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, so let's try this again. <laughs> Valentine's Day is a capitalist nightmare, and I am proud to be a part of it. Yes. So, Marcus, tell us, what's this episode about? Uh, what we were going to talk about for this Valentine's Day episode, that is, if we can remember correctly, you know, these movies, we're going to... Marcus, you left the home with you left home with me today, and I forgot, like, seven things, and then I also remembered that I forgot a fourth thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so we have no idea what we're doing, but the idea was, was to, like, just... These, but I forgot them. <laughs> was to pick apart... Romantic movie or movies that are generally considered to be super romantic, like The Notebook or Love Actually, and turn on why they're not actually romantic and kind of like creepy. Yeah. Look, the only true romantic movie is The Lake House, and that's because it's Keanu Reeves with a time traveling mailbox. <laughs> it's pretty romantic. Mandy's pretty romantic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great romance story. Yeah. Like Blade Runner. Mm. Yeah. But we're not talking about those. No. Nah. We're talking about shit like, you know, I know. Okay, Marcus, you've, you, it, it really seems like you want to get stuck into one movie in particular. <laughs> it really So does. tell us, why is The Notebook terrible, terrible <laughs> and not a romantic movie? Elaborate. Okay, I've never actually watched The oh Notebook. Oh my god, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I, I was dragged to it on a date. Yeah, so was I. Yeah, and With it's, whom? Uh, I honestly don't recall. Because I cannot see Martina doing that No, to no, this was no, long, no, no, this was long before. Because that's time. not a comic book movie at all. Yeah, it's not, not in the least. Um, I was forced to watch The Notebook with my Christian girlfriend. Oh, wow. Ooh, wow. So, see, why don't you regale us with that story? That seems the, fun. The, the one time I watched The Notebook yeah, that in was 2006 like... with my Christian girlfriend. Yeah, yeah I, was, I mean, it's oh, a really romantic movie, oh, so I, I assume I you're know Christian exactly who you went to go watch nah. The Notebook with. No, you don't. No, I don't. I don't know, I barely remember anything. We're making out the whole time. 
How uh, very Christian of them. It was two thousand and six dollars. Thomas with the subtle boast there. <laughs> We're making I it up the, the whole time. Humble brag, cause the lady. <laughs> But how was the general experience? Is you're one of two people to watched it, and I don't trust Dion to recall anything about it either. I remember. Is that is that the one where the the person has like Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's yeah. Yes. The whole okay. So the whole perspective from the film is narrated between old lady in old age home and man that comes to read her from book of dubious origin, and the the rest of the movie is told via flashback. By way of Ryan Gosling and dude, do not ask me. Um, uh, True Detective season two. What's her name? Kira Knightley. Oh, no. True Detective what season two. Uh, what's her name now? The lady with the face. Hey. Yeah. Um, I thought 2006 sounded too Southport. recent. 2004. Yeah. yeah. I, I think know. I think I was in Matric. Uh, what was it? Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, it's it's told by them, and their performances were fine, I think. And then (laughs) I'll spoil it for everyone here. No, that's the point. So you know, it it it, he's reading to her, and she has. It's very clear that she has some sort of degenerative brain disease, and he's reading her these stories and cheering her up, and. At the end of the movie, it's actually revealed that he was reading his diary and Whoa, that they are the people in the story. Twist. And then she oh, remembers no. and then forgets. What a roller coaster. Yeah, that's the movie. That's the notebook. <laughs> now, there's this. There's this <laughs> okay, now, Marcus, now that you have the full plot, why is it a shitty movie? <laughs> yeah, you fuck. <laughs> It's not a romance because he's basically manipulating. The- we have no evidence that she is actually the woman in his diary, do we? Is it explicitly All right, Joe Rogan? <laughs> fuck. Well, I mean, it's just a story Mark about Marcus a guy who used to be Joe right. Rogan, except with hair, because he's very opinionated, quite funny, but really doesn't have a lot of facts. Whoa. Mm. Okay. Okay. Can I? Can I just tell you? Just. I'm just reading the synopsis again. I did not. I did not remember any of this. Okay. Lay it on us. Lay it on okay. Cool. 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 So the guy's name is the guy's <laughs> name is Noah. So it's super Christian. Um, no wonder we watched it. <laughs> that explains. That's so much. how I tricked her. I mean, what? Okay. And then, and then the, the 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 girl that he likes is is Ellie, right? So the two of them meet each other when she's seventeen. And then there's like a, there's an abandoned house. Miner. There's an abandoned house that he says he's gonna buy for them. Yes. Oh and then, yes. Why would he and then buy they, her an abandoned derelict home? Anyway, and then they it's go like into the it. South. And then they go into the house and they try to have sex, but then they get interrupted, hearing that the girl's parents are looking for them. The parents bar him from seeing her, calling him trash. Kind of justified. Well, he. I remember he took her into an abandoned house and tried to do a sex act. I her. also remember he's like a coal miner or something. <laughs> like he's something. like yeah. Anyway, what, so well, he, which means he's of working age. Yes. yes. And then he writes her every day for a year, but yeah. the mother intercepts the letters and he goes off to fight in the war. And yes, she's a nurse. She fights. She meets another dude who's a soldier. This. She marries, she marries him, him. And right? then they break and up then, the marriage. And, no, that's the thing. Yeah. Is, he comes back from the war. His and father has sold his own house to buy the derelict house for his son, who then makes, who then fixes up the whole house to the specifications she had given 
on that one date. Yeah. When like, she was oh, 17. She was yeah, 17. She was definitely going to remember. Then in the newspaper, she sees, like, years later, just before her wedding, that he has yes, actually fixed up this. the house. So she asks her, her to-be husband, can she take a short trip before the wedding? And she goes... <clears throat> She goes to him. Uh, she asks Lon to take a little trip before the wedding. Ali returns to Seabrook Who's to find Lon? Noah. To fi- that's her that's husband, 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 husband to be. Uh, to find Who's Noah playing? living in the restored house. The two renew their relationship and have sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember the the soldiers played by uh, the guy that plays Cyclops from the oh, original whoa, really? X-Men films. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Brandon Ralph. Jawman. No, uh, Eric, 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 Eric Banner? Yeah, so she... No, 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 not Eric Banner. Eric Banner's Hulk. Eric Banner's Hulk. So her husband-to-be is is portrayed as the bad oh, guy because he followed her. Yes. And, yes! And then he, yes. And he sort and he's of... Like, How oh, dare you cheat on me? Yeah, so and she's yeah. like, oh, but there was this lower-class coal mining guy <laughs> that I that I was with once when I was 17, almost... And I, and I never stopped thinking about him. And then she breaks up with her husband to yeah. be and, and gets back together. No, that's so romantic. Yeah, that's super romantic. That's, roma- that's romance. Yeah, that's true no, guys, romance. But he's reading her the story. That's like, that's horror. That's a, that's a horrifying thing with a lot of these movies. It's just yeah. like the manipulation angle. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but it's the whole thing like, man gets cuckolded. This is now a romance tale. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a more attractive actor. Yeah. Damn, just can't that, win. That, that's the thing about these films always is there's, there's this idea that like there's this one man that this girl was with once and she sort of saw into his soul yeah. and they got separated. When they were like, and when, yeah. they were children. Yeah. Yeah. when they were children. Yeah, when they were children. They were kids or something. And then they're like, and then it's just like the the, the man who's sort of been with her for all these years and who knows? will be like, oh, he he works hard. But he never knew me. He's, yeah. not, he's not constantly like he attentive worked. all day, every day because he's out working. So she's going to go... Austin. Be with this this dude that she knew when she was a kid. Yeah. What? <laughs> because because that's such a like a big adventure yeah. and yeah, yeah being an adult. So. And, and also I definitely you know having not seen you for twenty odd years I definitely know you now. Mm. You definitely haven't become a murderer. Yeah, for probably. sure. You definitely haven't stopped wearing flannel shirts and jeans, so you must have not changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wardrobe's the same. That's the thing. Sex is, is the same. Yeah. That the the other thing is like it doesn't speak volumes about a man's personality that he has bought All the, I sort am of, that is he has followed you. followed this dream that he had when he was a teenager and has. Uh, sort of he wasn't up, a teenager. He was of working age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in America, has, in a coal mine in the thirties, that could be. That he has fixed yeah. up yeah, the house to the specifications of a girl he almost had sex with. What? No, like that. Like no, that no, his life is good been, looking, so it's not creepy. It's that his life, is, yeah. that his life has been go. so bereft of meaning or female companionship. <laughs> <laughs> subsequently, I, I swear to well, he was in the world. Yeah. I swear to God, there's a scene in that movie where there's like another like attractive woman trying to be like, uh, and he's like. That, like doesn't even notice her. Like I may be misremembering that, that but like right. I want to believe that that, that is sounds, that sounds right. That sounds right. Oh my god. <sighs> But you know, sometimes, the, like, but then like, no, no, Jason just hit yeah. the nail on the head. That is the, the, the key defining feature of all of these films. It's not creepy if you're hot. Yeah. I oh, mean, that's the defining thing in okay. life, really. Yeah, but like, you know, movies. 
But then get what? Okay, cool, 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 cool. Can I just read you the final paragraph of the synopsis? Okay, this is so romantic, you guys. Your ovaries are gonna explode. In the present narrative, it yeah, is no, no. revealed that the elderly woman is dementia-stricken Ali. Duke is dementia. Who's the man the, reading the? Who's the man wait, reading the? Dementia, the, the most sexiest romantic. <laughs> oh no, no, we're getting illness. there. We're getting oh, there. Yeah, we get there. Duke, who's been reading of the story, uh, is actually Noah. That's the pseudonym he picked for himself. And then he had been told by Ali during the early stages of her illness to reread their journals to help her recall her past. She briefly remembers Noah, but soon forgets. Her ensuing panic forces medical personnel to sedate her. Noah suffers a heart attack and is sent to the hospital, while Ali is sent to a dementia ward in the same hospital. <laughs> so romantic. Noah visits Ali's room at midnight, causing her to remember him again. Don't they commit suicide? He proceeds to remind her of her illness, though he reassures her that they can do anything with the love they share. They kiss, hold hands, and sleep together, with Noah telling Ali, I'll be seeing you. At morning, a nurse discovers that they have died in their sleep, with their hands, re with their hands remaining clasped together. So romantic. That is the so most depressing thing yeah. I what have if, ever okay, read. Okay, like, I, li I live alone and I'm sad, but... If I had a partner and I knew that I was going to get a degener degenerative brain disease, I would say, fucking forget my ass. <laughs> like, go live your life. Like, Just, don't no, the spend thing is, your if, life. If they love you, you can't say that. So you've got to throw rocks at them like in that Sasquatch movie. <laughs> yes, of course. I'm sorry. I, f I forgot the, the, the true metric of, of affection. Rock throwing. <laughs> Like, because if they love you, they're not going to leave you, so you got to make them think that you hate them. Yeah, rocks. Oh, uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about. Sorry, he said, like, at that, that Sasquatch movie. And I'm like, <laughs> I, what's that, that something in Dale versus Evil? Tyrandale versus Evil. I was picturing that We've kind had of movie. We've day, officer. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. I love that movie so much. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, that's what I would tell but somebody. But how the fuck is any of this romantic? It's like he reminds her she has dementia. The two old people have sex and then they die. Ugh, a bit of stinky sex. Yeah, probably. How long has it been since she's brushed her teeth? Oh god. Do you know? No, what, do you know? No, no, she's in, in a, she's in a, do, she's in a dementia. Do you know ward, that's so. what I think about? Speaking of romantic films, do you know that's what I think about every single time I watch a period romantic piece? And you see the people kiss. You're like, these people have never brushed their teeth in their lives. <laughs> I think that was <laughs> in you... their whole lives. And like, I think that's in every romantic movie once a week. So, but Pride, Pre Prejudice, and Gingivitis. Yes. No, even in, in in movies when they have like morning sex. Yes, I'm, and you yes. see people making out in morning sex. I'm just like, oh, it's like <laughs> kissing an open sewer. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like people like that Shakespeare in Love movie. I was reading um, part of my academic research was like looking at, at sort of the Shakespearean time period mm -hmm. and the like some people in their gardens you know the whole thing you have where there's like stones leading to your front door yes. yeah. Yeah. that came into vogue then because people would literally have several inches of raw human sewerage in their front yards and the st like they would put stone parts so there to... so that they wouldn't be walking literally through like the several inches the guys is so romantic do you know what a great movie to portray that level of filth in that time was was perfume yeah. story yeah. of a murderer but i mean even that 
super down places. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, like where there would literally be, if it hadn't rained for a while, like people in the streets would literally be walking through human sewerage. All the time. And then you just see in, re- in yeah. period pieces, they're just like furiously making out. And you're just like, why did they smell Oh, Mr. Like? Darcy. Oh, Mr. Darcy, no you're so old. No wonder you all died so fucking young. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Mr. Darcy, you're in your 30s. You're basically... You're you a grand Methuselah. Can you imagine the infections? Oh. Can you imagine the smell? All those flies. Think of how someone's genitals smell if they've never washed themselves with soap. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Roman. Roman. That's what I think about every time I watch a Absolutely just makes me nauseous. I can't get it. Why does no one have smallpox in those things? Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot. (laughs) And like, uh, they they all have the fucking clap. Yes, every single one of them. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Okay, so what what other romantic movies aren't as romantic? there There are some like romance movies that are aggressively like anti romantic and make it work, like um, Closer. Some of you remember Closer, right? No. With, what is that? It's the. It's got Jude Law and who else? Hang on, I'm just. Nope. If I read the synopsis, someone might be remembering. I kind of feel like I got nothing, we've yeah. picked a topic that we are woefully underprepared. underprepared. For. Like, the thing, uh, the. The thing <laughs> about these films is when I'm subjected to them, I'm sitting there and like I could probably do a great riff tracks like <laughs> great like <laughs> great riff tracks while i'm while i'm watching it but they, they vanish so quickly from my mind and it's been because i've been happily married for so long it's been so many years no, since i've been our faces since i've been so long since I've, so I've been subjected to life. one of these like the closest i've been subjected <clears> to one of these was that princess movie that had um, the princess diaries princess bride the one that has the Sound of Music Lady in it. Um, Julie Andrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, 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 that is Oh, you're Bride. thinking of Aquaman. The recently <laughs> yeah. released Aquaman. No, no, she no, plays no, no. the it, sea I, beast. I, no, I think that is yeah, Princess, Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries, yeah, that's the one, yeah. So. With um, Anne Hathaway. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, that's like kind of the closest it's not even a romance yeah, it's just like a but coming I mean, of age like teenager yeah, it's, story it's, the, it's sort of the closest to these things that I've been subjected to since I was a teenager so like I'm just gonna say like I don't think I'm prepared for this episode <laughs> <laughs> like I know the tropes I know what's going on and that's why most of my adult life has been sanitized of these sorts of, <laughs> thing, of these sorts of very toxic like very horrifying portrayals of Rome. I mean, we can just go, we can go back to the archetypal one, which is Romeo and Juliet, which is like mm. ah, two primary school suicide. children yeah. commit double suicide because their parents won't let them be together. It's like yeah. cool. Great. You guys, this keep is the your, analog. You guys keep your romance. Well, you know, we had Romeo and Juliet. Now I've got the Joker and Harley. Oh, it's, it's just couple goals. This is just couple. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like people just another great visual is right in our fucking horse. <laughs> He's got the chair. Meow. Great visual gag. 
Uh, yeah, I love how people forget that Romeo and Juliet were like 12 and 13. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. 12 and 13. Yeah. yeah. And both of them look nearly that young. And both of them gangsters. And both of them would have been played by boys in all of the original plays. Yeah, both of them would have been played by boys. So basically, like audience was just watching two young homosexuals murder themselves, like murder themselves because their parents won't let them be together. Yeah. Wow. Hashtag couple goals. This every day. Oh, call back to last week. Ayo. See, the 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 only romantic movie that makes sense to me is um, Titanic, because the whole thing is an old lady telling this tale of when she was younger. So it's all coloured with archetypes and and stereotypes And and exaggerations, because. You know, it's this old lady recounting the story of her one true love. Yeah. Yeah. And then she throws I mean, some he... jewelry into the water the bitch. <laughs> what a rube. Typical white privilege, I'm right. Yeah. 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 Like so many people that jewel could have fed. And she's like, have it, my love. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> It's like, oh, you poor person, gay. That, it's, it's a super classist film, though. It's yeah. Like, yeah. like the sort of. Like, oh, the poors are all these free spirits. And, like, yeah, he That's died. But his, but his death gave my life meaning. <laughs> so of. glad I could use him. I'm so glad his whole life was miserable. And then he had, like, <laughs> a little. He had, like, a week. And then he had sex with me. But Zane attacking him. Yeah, he had sex with me. And then he got attacked. And then he froze to death and drowned. I mean, it was the best week of his life, <laughs> as I recall it. <laughs> He even got to draw <laughs> to be, boobies. To be poor in that time, to be fair, he'd probably be dead in like another week. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. He lucked out. I mean, he would have imagined what the poor quarters of the cab would be. Yeah, but they wouldn't just be but dancing. Like, as, he's, as, he, dancing. As, he, as he frankly, as he's like slips off the door, he's like, you probably want to get yourself checked. <laughs> <laughs> he would have died of dysentery within a week oh. of getting off that boat. In fact. Oh yeah. my God. That's amazing. But I mean, yeah, that does. It, that's the thing is, like, if if you view it as like it's being told through this unreliable narrator and everything, it all makes sense. But the the, the other thing that really bugs me about those is there's this narrative that Hollywood pushes like about the before time, you know, like the twenties and the thirties and the forties and the 50s, that they were like these really classy like romantic <laughs> that's the thing it's like like you see the pictures on facebook where like it's from the 50s you know and there's a guy in a suit opening a door for a woman and it's like oh can't we just go back to and like times? just out of frame is this, this is another sign that says whites only yeah <laughs> yeah and it's and like, just the frame after he's slapping her on the bus <laughs> he's, and he's smoking <laughs> a cigar in her face. next to a and child s- <laughs> sleeping, yeah and sleeping with his secretary giving cigarettes to the children and not allowing his wife to divorce Are, people him <laughs> Good old days. These people don't understand that Mad Men was actually just a documentary series. <laughs> that's what it was like. Uh, it, was, it was rough. Like you had rum on your pancakes because you didn't have maple syrup. <laughs> because fuck it. No, you're gonna... you had rum on your pancakes because Karen is a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, like, and you go back to 1950s comedy and basically all 1950s comedy was just like... My like, oh, I take my, my wife, wife. Yeah. please. Uh, <laughs> there and was something similar I, I saw on uh, Twitter, and it was like a comparison point between like 
boomer humor and millennial yeah. humor. And it's like, yeah, millennial humor is fucking yeah. like, oh, uh, like all oh, my anxiety, I can't make phone calls. But like, at least it's not how much I fucking hate my spouse <laughs> all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bang, zoom, straight right to the, to moon. the moon. It's like, uh, my husband beat me. And it's like, uh, well, we're- Don't we're, burn we're, the stick. Sorry, sorry, did you come to this police station alone? Where is your father? <laughs> The good old days. Yeah. Hey, the good old days. Yeah. Go make me a sandwich. Yeah, and r- like romance films really, they tie. Like, I can understand they're like this form of escapism and everything. But yeah. it, what I think what bugs me about them is that, like, what they either perceive people to want, like, uh, the, uh, to sort of be the sort of idealized romance thing is just horrifying. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know if that's just like Hollywood misunderstanding people and people sort of take what they can get, or if there really just is the strain of sad humanity that wants what Hollywood sees as romantic. And that's terrifying. That's people. That's, that's like, definitely that's people like searching for QAnon on Twitter, like, and just seeing what people think, <laughs> like, what, what people are like. It's bad. Like, yeah. It's, the answer to that is. It's so horrifying that this is like cool for people who are unhappy in relationships or whatever. Like this is their escapism. This is the best yeah. you got. Yeah, and it's this horrifying dystopia of Nightmare. like of infidelity and death and. Yeah, why oh. is there so much infidelity in all these romance movies? Yeah, it's always this like per, the, this rogue agent stealing a partner from an otherwise like presented as healthy relationship yeah it's like oh like oh my husband has to work late again yeah like well that's guess, what, guess that's, like, that's usually enough to like cast him as like the, the villain of the, the, he, the works, of the he works late so he's obviously having sex with his secretary it's not like he's working overtime to make sure he, his wife can you know keep affording her lavish lifestyle which <laughs> she's grown she accustomed keep, to she keep watching keep having naps while watching ellen yeah <laughs> it's hard out there <laughs> man it's so hard um, yeah, it's it's really weird. What is the, the film specifically? There was one. I think, obviously, I haven't seen the film, so right, obviously right, right. I don't know. But just just from the trailers with with Christopher Robin, where it's like, oh, his life his life is just so terrible because he has to like he has to work. <laughs> yeah, I have to work now. I have to work. Oh well. Oh no. Oh no. Someone has to be a productive member of society. <laughs> This is the worst day ever. This is like slavery. Well, to be fair, I have watched the movie and his working conditions are... It's pretty rough. Mm. Like, it it actually makes sense in the narrative. Mm. Let's say it's what way. Yeah, I assume this much. I was just watching the trailer. Yeah, no, with the trailer, it's just like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no, honey, you have to work, but what about our, like, our vacation? It's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) We can can have this vacation, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) We can just just postpone. (laughs) (laughs) So... Love actually is also a terrifying I, I example. I only remember like was that that's the one where Ryan Atkinson's got Andrew like Lincoln a little in it. got like a little cameo. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. I know Dead Snake. Was I remember. In it. Yes. I don't remember any of the rest of it. I just remember Dead Snake. It's the one there. where Liam Neeson teaches his son how to mack on women and run through airports and do all the tropey things. Oh God, no! Do you have a plot for this 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 quote unquote film? <laughs> I do, but my battery's running very low. I got so. it on mine. Don't worry, I got you. Gosh. I got you. Oh, Wait, you're gonna not understand what you're talking about. 
What's wait what? He's reacting to the plot of love actually. <laughs> it was a fantastic okay, visual yeah. gag. I'm just sorry, like it's just I did not expect yeah, when I saw when I looked at plot in like for love actually oh, the like, diagram that's there. <laughs> well no, that's just like nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> the most romantic holiday. David's voiceover also relates that all the messages left by the people who died on 9-11 planes were messages of love and not hate. Love Actually is a 2003 Christmas-themed romantic comedy film written and directed by Richard Curtis. It features an ensemble cast, many of whom... Many of whom... <laughs> many of whom... Many, of, many of whom had worked with Curtis in previous films and television Just give projects. give us some plot highlights. I, I don't want to, like... Um, like, y- I don't y- want to yes, sort you- of dissuade you from the part that you're on, but the plot synopsis. Oh, oh my God. Is that's that? like eight pages. I just remember Alan Rickman's in it. That's all I remember. Yeah. That's, 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 the, now that's, the, that's the Harry Carrot. That's everything you need to know about that movie. <laughs> that's, okay, well, this is serendipitous because it's the Harry Karen and Mia story <laughs> that has Alan Rickman in it. There we go. Karen. Karen. And I, I'll read that one. It's, uh, it, it's short. This is just one... Of the right six back. or eight romantic eight. romantic stories, oh, right. it's, like, it's like a whole bunch of stories that yeah. cross over with each exactly. other and are like vaguely connected. I think. Exactly. So Harry, played that by Alan like Rickman, episode of Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. Harry, uh, played by Aaron, uh, Harry, played by Alan Rickman, is managing director of a design agency. Mia Heike Makach. That's literally what it says. Makach is his new secretary. Harry is comfortably married to his wife, Karen, played by Emma Thompson, who stays Ooh, home to raise their children. Yeah. Harry becomes increasingly aroused by Mia's overtly sexual behavior at the office and does nothing to dissuade her. At the company Christmas party held at Mark's gallery, Mark is one of the is other characters. Is this another infidelity story? Of course it is. But also... Do- <sighs> Always with the infidelity. Yep. Party is held at Mark's gallery. He not only inquires if Mark is her boyfriend, but also dances closely with her. While at the shops... Sorry, he calls Mia to find out what she wants for Christmas and ends up almost caught by his wife purchasing an expensive necklace from the the jewelry department. This is the only funny moment in the movie because Alan Rick... um, Rowan Atkinson, Atkinson is, is the, the guy salesman that sells the thing, and yeah. there's this hilarious gag where he yeah. keeps asking questions to Alan Rickman about the like packaging of mm. the Christmas present, and his wife is slowly coming towards yeah. him, and like fucking Rickman plays it off so well yeah. with Rowan Atkinson. It's that part I remember was really yeah. funny. Okay. The rest of the movie later on, blur. Yeah, later on, Karen discovers the necklace in Harry's coat pocket and happily assumes it's a gift for her. To be fair, I think we should be angry with with, with Harry in this one, not uh, Karen. Yes. yes, he's the home wrecker here. Yeah, he's a well, terrible he's, human. He's he's part to the yeah. home wrecker. Yeah. Uh, and happily assumes it's a gift for her. When she finds a similarly shaped box under the tree to open on Christmas Eve, she is heartbroken to find it's a Joni Mitchell CD. Oh! There was a really good Family Guy parody of that scene. (laughs) Meaning that the necklace was for someone else. She confronts Harry and asks him what he would do if he were her. Harry begs her forgiveness. She responds that he has made a mockery of their marriage and of her. Yes. Is that the end of their story? Yes. Good. Good. And then they got back together. Really? Because he was sad. I don't know. (laughs) 
I mean, that's a fair well, assumption. Maybe he, maybe like he's pulled out an acoustic guitar and yeah. he like sang or whatever. Just, well, you know, just to tell so you, is the title is supposed to be love. Actually, it's supposed to be love. Actually, actually well, there yeah. is a comma there, so yeah. Yeah, there mm. we go. And mm. also, just to show how the how the things link, like the next story is David and Natalie, and David, played by Hugh Grant, is Karen's brother, who's also the Prime Minister of England. You remember that one? He's the Prime Minister. Yeah. Does he meet with um, ro- um fucking? Oh, I forgot. Is, is this part of the the fossil during with, no, no, during <laughs> a meeting? This is like no, the Marvel no, 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 this is the crossover with the Transformers. During universe. a meeting with the U.S. <laughs> president, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> wow, this is a movie. Yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> that's awful. This sounds awful. Nobody watch these films, please. That movie made a lot of money. It made a lot of money. It's a Christmas movie. It wasn't made a lot of money. It's a Christmas romance it's a, movie. It's a Christmas romance movie that is not a Hallmark movie. And had... Wait, if it's a Christmas movie, why are we talking about it in our Valentine's Day show? Because it made a quarter of a million dollars worldwide. A quarter of a million? That's like nothing. That's that's not No, no, sorry. 246.9 million. There we go. I that's pulled a, a Jason. Quarter of a billion. <laughs> I pulled a Jason. Quarter of a million. million. It's like... That's, <laughs> that's the craft budget for the film like. <laughs> so 246.9 million I do remember this was in 2003 money yeah which is now is like 6 billion dollars it's basically yeah. the economy of Venezuela yeah <laughs> it could be pretty much yeah so okay so this brings up that same question again and why in all these romantic movies is it infidelity? The whole Is time. it a driving factor? And why, like Marcus said, is it always like just normal guy just trying to make wife or like, in the other word, husband happy is then seen as bad person for just kind of honestly, doing their thing? They, yeah. These people need more Bob's Burgers in their life, honestly. Yeah, because yeah. Like, yeah, for a large part, they do portray, they do, in that story, they do portray Karen as sort of like a vengeful bitch. Because yeah. how dare she encroach on, like, Harry's search for real love in his life again. And, yeah. like, I'm sorry. No, it doesn't fucking work that way. Yeah, these things just really disturb me. All right, well, then, what's an... Let's rather go around and talk about, like, an unconventional romance movie that we enjoy. Sure. Uh, um... Deadpool. You can't say Blade Runner, because I said Blade Runner already. Uh, Can I, I was, say Deadpool? I was actually going to say Deadpool as well. Yeah. D- first Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. You said Blade Runner? I'll say Blade Runner in 24... Damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What I was going to say... the original Blade Runner is a little bit rapey. A little bit? A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. Uh, uh, drive, for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Drive, pretty good. There was, there was a lady who got super angry about that and tried to um, sue the production company oh, yeah. because the trailer misled her into thinking it was a cool action movie. Oh, really? Yeah. But... It is a cool action And had movie. like three pieces of cool action and yeah. it was yeah. mostly like it a romance drama a romance with drama. some yeah. action but sprinkled on top. Speaking of infidelity and in that film, infidelity is like almost a thing in that movie, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, it's very clearly established that they both kind of want to be together, even though she has this husband who like is kind of a fuck up and in jail and whatever but like the whole time Ryan Gosling's character is like no like you know we're just kind of a little bit more than friends maybe kind of want something to happen but then like when the husband comes back in the kitchen 
picture you completely just like back, back into the kitchen back, back into the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> he walks in the oh. like well your sink's fixed man I'll be on my way <laughs> he kind of like backs off and like does everything to help them and help her and doesn't ever mm. like try and assert himself that's cool I haven't over... seen it you should watch solid. Drive it's you really should really just good. watch Drive it's just damn good because Kavinsky yeah and cool. Ryan Gosling playing like another silent Scary man. Yeah. With a sweet jacket. Such a sweet jacket. I saw somebody wearing that jacket and it looks sad in real life. Well, yeah, because... But it's, because it's that person Ryan was Gosling. not Ryan Gosling. <laughs> He's an American treasure. Is he American or is he Canadian? I don't know. I know American. Reynolds is... Yeah, Reynolds, Reynolds, Reynolds is the Canadian Reynolds is Canadian, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's actually acted in a shit ton of actual rom-coms. Yeah. Yeah, but mostly forgettable ones like I can't remember like, uh, a Ryan Reynolds rom-com it's like uh, what's Girl his name Tom Hanks was like a, like in a whole bunch of yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, he, he was in You've Got Mail with Meg Ryan no, no, no. You've Got yeah. Ghost Mail I think he's in like three Meg Ryan rom-coms Sleepless in Seattle isn't he in that as yeah. well no Is no idea a... Sleepless in Seattle no no that's that's um that's Billy Crystal no it wasn't aren't you thinking of When Harry Met Sally Jesus Christ no, this is all too confusing. This is all blurring I'm together. So out of my depth. <laughs> so, so, de- so far out of my depth. What about High Fidelity with John Cusack? Never seen it. It's got records in it. Yeah, and also, I mean, High Fidelity is nice, fresh, nice change of pace from Infidelity. Yeah. 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 When the fidelity is like high, <laughs> like it's re- they're really they're not even each looking other. at other yeah. people. <laughs> it's just, they'll just commit suicide. They, wear, if they, they both wear like. Blinkers. Sunglasses with blinkers, and on the inside of the sunglasses is a picture of the other <laughs> partner. See, <laughs> uh, this is why we do these podcasts. <laughs> nah. I love you, man. There we go. That's, that's a, what I was. Yeah, just... that's a bromance movie of note, and I love it. Actually, uh, Batista's Twitter feed after James Gunn got fired. Okay, is that yeah. your favorite romance? No, no, no. My favorite, my favorite romance, romance is my favorite romance is Hideo Kojima's feed on Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, oh, Mads Mikkelsen, <laughs> and also Denmark's the national treasure. Also, the Kojima Productions, Guerrilla Games, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite romance. All, these, all the Sony exclusive, yeah, uh, yeah. All kind of game together when him and Corey Balrog hang out, and oh. Corey gave him those two little statues. That's oh, did you see the one with um? The guy doing the new Godzilla. Um, yes, holding the toy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's like, and he's like looking at them, and he's, oh. and the little Godzilla wait, toy is like, oh, it's wait, so pure. God, I've got it. So this is how you market a romantic movie to men. You replace the woman with an object. <laughs> yeah, just put a fucking synth in there, man. <laughs> is that just a noise? Just a bunch of bees. He was so unhappy because his wife only had one oscillator. <laughs> a monster. Then the prophet five came into his life. Divorce her now. <laughs> oh, what does she one have oscillator, that I don't have? only two voices. What does she have that I don't have? Five times more oscillators. <laughs> At least I'm cost effective. <laughs> Are these the dreams you have to have? <laughs> yeah, like, these are weird, like, flu, like, fever dreams. Is it because I have dreams? DCOs instead of VCOs? <laughs> like, sorry, the... Heidi, you're just too digital for my taste. Are these the weird fever dreams you were having when you were sick in December? <laughs> 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 
fantastic. Martina's like, no! <laughs> nah, she, she already knows her plan. I'm leaving you for an FM. <laughs> <laughs> nah, luckily we're, uh, we're dinks, so... We don't have to. We don't have to compromise. Mm. Yep, <laughs> you've done it right. Well, you're you're dinks, but you've got an R and a J. A Rupert and a Jason. Uh, well, two R's and a J. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though he's several continents away, in our hearts forever. Yeah. Do you know there is only an ocean between us and where he is? There are no continents. No, if you go up, it's going to take a long while because you got to go up the continent of Africa, then you got to go across a little bit of Europe, and then through Asia. It's called walking works. It's called. Have you never? You got to walk on water. You're not Jeebus. Of course, I can walk on water. The young man and the sea taught me that. I'll just walk across the ocean. What's the young man and the sea? Uh, It's a thing Marcus was just referring to. Uh, That brings you up to speed. Oh god, do no, we have no, to do romantic do recommendations? Because well, like, mine is Attila the Battle Hun. Yeah. That's, that's a very romantic. That's a great joke. Do that's the one thing that is absolutely pissing me off at the moment is the amount of negative press like around that. You know, like all these articles like, oh, it's gonna be a box office bomb, it's gonna be a box office bomb. Oh, I thought you meant to a round up joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> Worst joke ever. <laughs> so there'd be a throw jokes for everyone. Cancel jokes. <laughs> jokes are done. <laughs> jokes cancel. Cinebeards to play. <laughs> Reached out for uh, comment, couldn't find them. No, just I'm just thinking I've just been seeing a lot of articles about uh, Elite of the Battle Hunt and about like, oh it's gonna be a box office bomb and it's gonna bomb like I fucking hate that because those things become self-fulfilling prophecies the funny thing is i saw a lot of that same stuff for solo yeah well for one thing but i saw a lot of that same stuff uh, around films that ultimately became big successes like aquaman yes Mm. so like oh it's you know it's a huge disaster we were part of that partly yeah what was the other one that was like released late in that was Release late. Oh, um, like Bumblebee as well. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh, this is just like this is just like a huge catastrophe." And it's like it did well, well enough to earn a sequel. In fairness, I checked. I think almost half its money came from China. Like, literally. Well, look, at least China likes the Transformers movies mm. again because they they hated hated the last, last night. night. Yeah. Didn't make a bunch of money there though. No, <laughs> no. no. the one it before won't. did last uh, night. Just the one that super pandered to them. Yeah, yeah. made a lot of money there. No, no. The Last Night was like... It had the shortest run of any of the Transformers movies in Chinese cinemas. Wow. And it that's, did that badly. And that's a romance story. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most disastrous <laughs> one between Hollywood and China, China. money. I'm so, but yeah, I'm also seeing a lot of relationship. like mixed reviews of um, Attila the Battle Hun. It's basically people who love it fucking love it to bits. Mm. And people who don't like it say it's the worst thing that's ever the come only, out the in only, the universe the only so review i ever it. saw yeah. and I, it was just like the little blurb i saw before clicking on the metacritic thing was like they were saying like and the blase special effects i was like uh-huh i'm Did sorry they, have you not excuse me like even for what i've seen in the trailers I, I like i am visually wowed yeah unless like the trailers were just all the good shots and the rest is just like previs yeah, yeah. like the it's thing is you gotta, look at the, you gotta look at the bottom of the screen when you're watching the trailer and there's a little thing they're not in movie footage <laughs> yeah. ah, not, not no, in engine not pre-rendered in pre-rendered, <laughs> pre-rendered recorded on a playstation pro <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I, but 
the blase spe- is it because it doesn't look super realistic that they're blase i don't Fuck fucking know no. i didn't fi- the, i didn't feel the, the need to most quantify of the articles it. i'm seeing are like the the sort of doomsayers you know it's like it's gonna be a box office bomb box but that sort of shapes the whole narrative already like yeah. it already sort of for like these are people that haven't seen the film that That's are just like so because of valerian and because of um ghost in the shell and all of this like they're sort of like this is just gonna fall into that box and this is just gonna be there's been good manga adaptations yeah well, oh that... boy oh boy was a manga yes it was uh yeah well a korean comic but that's the thing is it's not even a question of quality it's just it's a question of like cool we're gonna put out these sort of clickbaity articles yeah. and basically sabotage a film and when that picks up enough traction and public perception is badly skewed enough before review the thing is reviewers are already seeing this going in mm. um, and the whole thing the just becomes yeah a self-fulfilling but prophecy. i mean why are they like are they trying to sabotage because i know james cameron ha- has the rights and is the producer this film are they trying to sabotage it so it just goes back to make avatar 2 because that's what they really want no well he's busy working he's on avatar busy, yeah, i don't think he, he, I don't think he was actively involved all of them back he, to back yeah, yeah he wasn't actively involved with mm. um I was actually. I bet, I bet Sam Worthington breathed a sigh of relief because yeah. he hadn't had work for years. And <laughs> I was actually reading like some production stuff, and originally when it was in development for Alita: The Battle Hun, um, it was originally Guillermo working on it. Yes, mm. and he was producing, and he was working on it, writing it with Cameron, mm. and like, it, and like this was years ago. And the timeline split happened when Cameron was like, no, I want to do Avatar instead of this. Mm. So we would have got Battle Hun a couple of years ago instead of Avatar. And that would have been the series that we're currently with. Oh, shit. I, I forgot. Wait, to... but that must have been long ago. Yes. Yeah. Avatar was like a decade yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. No, but like they were. They so were... that would have been the 3D movie yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of Avatar. Yeah, that's what we would have got. Jeez. Jeez. I just remember. Why are we in the darkest time week? Like... Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the failed dot universe things? Yes. Yes. It's, it's, I it's vaguely back, remember. It is back on track now. And even though it was a sarcastic tweet at the time, Blumhouse is now in control of them. No. No. Yeah. You're, you're shitting me. With the guy who did Upgrade busy um, the, with the first one going to be the Invisible Man. We, we made this happen. This, but I'm dancing. We, we, we made, made this happen. We, we, we made this happen. We, this we did this. This, this is a song. It's not too palpable. Sensational life jokes. Jokes are back. And this episode's about romance. Sensational return to heyday glory. This is just. This is just like our romance with ourselves. Sensational do best high five ever. No. That's the end of our episode. On no. romance. <laughs> On romance. <laughs> the title's just romance with a question mark. <laughs> romance? Actually, they should really, like, really, we could just have talked about how much we love the MCU and we would have been more on spec. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> our romance episode con- consisted of us staring apart two well-loved romance Two ro- ro- well-loved romance movies that neither of us have seen, none of us have seen in the last decade. Yep. Yep, and uh, and then talking other things that oh, I don't goodness. even remember. A- yeah. Attila the Battle Hun. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> right. So we basically did what podcasters are supposed to do: yeah. talk with strong opinions on things we know very little about. Yes, Hooray. and then people will take us gospel. Yes, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah! I mean, this subscribe is- to us as Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna throw rocks at this podcast yeah. so it stops loving me and leaves. 
you. I hate you. I hate you all. My recommendation for this week is um, go watch uh, Captain Marvel. In the future. I didn't say it's out now. I'm just saying. I recommend. At some point in time. I just recommend. It's more like general life advice. Since you yeah. preempted all of mine last week, I'm preempting yours for like a month from now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's a month from now. It's crazy. That's I'm crazy. excited. Next month is going to be good. Next month, will be re- this year is going to be amazing. No, it feels the worst. What? Yes, films objectively. Yeah, obje- remember, objectively, films are getting worse. We've covered oh, this no, several times. Oh, shit. Yeah, Endgame I mean, is then, just going to be At least our jobs easier. We get to rag on more and more we films. We can just be negative about films on the internet. Hooray! That'll definitely set us aside from <laughs> other people. <laughs> I have another I say I hope that episode of us being negative about films. I have another recommendation, which is that we all give our recommendations so we can get the slow motion train wreck <laughs> I've already said goodbye. I don't know why you're still talking. <laughs> you didn't give your recommendation. I did. It was a tool of the battle hunt. What was oh. yours? I haven't given mine yet. I'm going to say drive because you haven't watched it yet. The episode's already over. Future chance it's already <laughs> covered. It's what? done. Marcus's recommendation is cell phones. Yeah, my my recommendation Banks is... Banks going to get real mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> my recommendation is to just play a video game. Yeah, rather than what... And that's the Cinebeard's experience. If someone wants you to watch a romance movie, play a video game instead. Yeah. Actually, I do have one serious recommendation.